0: Dan Andrews is changing to this person that's is um, just a, such a dictator, isn't he? He doesn't he doesn't give you the options; he'll just tell you. In Vietnam, there's an old saying: "Communism in Vietnam, they'll do it in front of you." Dan Andrews is not scared; he just he just says and does it in front of you. He just says and
1: does it in front of you. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of the Five Eight Take. I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode on psychology and looking at your past lives. And I hope you kept an open mind. It was an interesting episode, but uh, Hilliers is he's a he's got forty years experience right in the field. Anyone with that much experience is definitely worth listening to. And before that, I did a solo episode, so I hope you also enjoyed that. Uh, It's just my thoughts. I might do some more breakdowns like that and just continue uh, down the path of uh, stoicism and finding myself. Now, before I get to the episode, I want to also break down a little bit more about JR. He did have a permit to be at the CBD on that day. He's a working man, he's got his house. He pays his mortgage. He doesn't even have social media. In this day and age, it was, it was refreshing to speak to someone that is completely disconnected from social media. He's just an honest guy. And what happened was just ridiculous. Now, before I get to this episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, loanoptions.ai slash five eight. That's loanoptions.ai slash five eight. If you need a loan, whatever it may be, maybe you want a longer leg on your left hand side and you need to pay for it and you don't have the money. Get a loan with loanoptions.ai. If you I recommend a business. If you're looking to start a business and you want to save money and you want your repayments done right, and you want to make sure that you get that loan, go to loanoptions.ai slash five, eight. Why? Why, Diogo? Why would I use them rather than others? Well, they've built their platform from scratch. I believe in that team. I believe in what they do. Not only have they built that platform from scratch, they also don't Palm you off to other people. They will facilitate your loan all the way through, which means you will get a higher chance of getting that loan. And also you'll save a lot of money. Loan options dot slash five eight. Great to see you guys again. Let's get into our 80th episode. low you.
0: You're listening to the 5 8 Take, Australia's podcast. Don't forget, eat liver and tan your balls. Oh, well, looks like we're back, right? Eh? My parents are refugees from Vietnam. They came here to this country, I uh, believe, not early nineteen eighties for freedom. And they came to this country after a communism, country where they had to look for freedom. Um, and when they came to this country, they believed the aspect of freedom. Mm. Um, and gradually, what I believe and see is that after a period of time, that my parents have believed in the government has got the trust of my government's got the trust from my family members. Yeah. And they've yeah. obtained that sort the of trust. And for, for me as a second generation and I'm growing up and I'm like, I'm 31 years old now. And I'm like starting to see, I'm like, I've been to Vietnam. I've, I've listened to every story there. I've listened to every story here. And I don't ever disagree and agree with anyone. I sort of just observe the situation. And then, then I make mm-hmm. my own decision from there. And unfortunately, it's starting to, this country has become a communism country where everyone's obeying and
1: yeah
0: and everyone's scared to speak up their mind whereas protesting should be a, a freedom thing where police shouldn't attack you at all where this, this is a country where it's a it's a it's a country of freedom you shouldn't be hit for speaking out or whatever yeah um, and then when i showed this video he said um yeah but this is that's politics and i said dad you know that and and it always made me think why do I always think like this you know and I'm like, that's why i speak to my dad and he said behind everything there's politics behind it yeah they already know it but they won't speak up about it because they've come from a country where it's communism and they just want their freedom yeah um
1: it's a, it's so the, they won't
0: speak up about it they, it, it sort of make it, it makes a lot of sense to me because if i was in the same situation i'd be doing the same i'm like hmm. why would i go through the pain twice you know yeah. what i mean you thought you would have learned from the first time um it's, and what i'm seeing in melbourne is that a lot of people people are um, I don't know. I think everyone's sort of complying, and unfortunately, it's got to a stage where what I believe in and several other mates don't agree with me. Um, mm. so I thought when I went to the first protest, which was on Saturday, where the police had the whole CBE corridor closed off, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we managed to get into Richmond, and that was my first protest as an adult. Mm. And um, that experience is really good because that's when I start to, started to learn about. Mainstream media, yeah. Um, it was just uh,
1: <laughs> they started. They started I calling. Believe, I could not believe my eyes. <laughs> they started calling you guys. Eyes. They started calling you guys Nazis and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and I couldn't believe it. And, um, <laughs> I couldn't believe it was happening in front of me. And I just, I said, "Shit!" I already knew what they were gonna. Because I've been on the news for other wrong reasons as well. But that was just a child growing up. But um
1: mm.
0: I sort of fell into their trap, and I'm like, "All right, yeah, that." Um, I just couldn't hold myself in because I'm, I'm like this is the country I grew up in and this is, this is where I want to be and um, there wasn't many Asian people there but I thought fuck it I don't give a shit I was born here and I want to represent what my parents came here for yeah um, even though they, they don't agree with me but you know I did what I had to do and I felt it was right to be there with people that had the same mind
1: a hundred percent
0: had the same vision
1: a hundred percent did you did you make it out to the shrine I think that was another one.
0: Nah, that, I got caught before the shrine. So that was on the was on the Wednesday. So after I saw the CMFU went on the Tuesday, I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to go out. But I was committed to work at the time. And uh, I was telling my boss, I'll probably go out on Wednesday. He's like, yeah, go for it. We'll just do one job for an hour and then
1: hop out. You, do you do construction?
0: Yeah. I, we do.
1: <laughs> the mainstream media seem to think. Construction, maintenance, and is, manufacturing. Yes, mainstream media seem to think like all the CFMEU people that were all out the front there, and the people that are protesting there, with we're just randoms that brought high vis and don't do no, any not. construction. Absolutely
0: not. I couldn't. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe what I heard because I used to be a union member,
1: mm.
0: and because I got out of the industry for that period, I still felt like my eight hundred dollars I used to pay. Uh, annually wasn't doing its justice, even mm. to a certain point. Where a leader should be representing, and um, it was quite sad. You know, I'm from a working class family, and all we learn, all we know, is to work and respect our bosses mm. and do whatever they want. And uh, my, I'm lucky fortunate enough that the boss I'm currently working with, and he respects my beliefs um, mm. and my reason, um, and we sort of working with each other. But as of today um obviously Dan Andrews announced that we are authorized workers but we're still unable to you know work as of I think the 14th or the 15th of October
1: yeah I think 15th and, um, of October we have, have
0: our, we have to have our vaccine and I'm in a situation where I sort of gotta dis- decide but I think I will uh, take my chances with, the, with the court and uh fight from there and hopefully I can find some good help and
1: yeah. proceed 100% um, no what, what's happening is just it's just out of this world like I interviewed uh, Dr Robert Malone who's he invented the mRNA vaccine technology so and yeah coming from him he he thinks it's just absolutely appalling what's happening down here and everyone looking in at Melbourne it's Melbourne just seems like a dictatorship that Dan Andrews guy is it, off it, his it, head he makes it no sense absolutely
0: does um at the they they're not going to build a big police building in the middle of the city for no reason. You know what I mean?
1: Is that <laughs> what they're doing? Do are show. they doing that?
0: That's what. That's that big police building that I think last year just got completed. Oh
1: and, right.
0: And that's why all of a sudden the police respond so quickly and all these armed forces are there. Ah, and
1: I didn't you know it's that.
0: That big police building that's in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the CBD. Um, that's what I don't know what who knows the, what's what's there below and above, you know.
1: Do you reckon and, all the all the police that have come out, uh, uh, Australian police, uh, uh, Melbourne police, it just seems like there's so many of them.
0: There are, there are. But the bloke that attacked me last week, I think he was, but he didn't. I don't know. I never believed Australian police. I believe my family, myself, I've, we've always had police problems, they always knocking our door and they were so helpful, yeah. And you never expect, this type of things, you know, you like my family have always have, we have family domestic violence and everything occasionally here and there. Mm. But the police were always very helpful. They'd like help you with your, uh, what's going on here, intervention order here and there, whatever it may be. Mm. But for them to attack me, like that, I was so surprised when I think when I was, I was on King Street and I was walking along that road. Uh, King Street, and um, yeah, let's run through. Let's
1: let's run through what happened. So let's start off like. So you got there, and then you joined the protest, yeah, and yeah, then you're walking the through the all, city.
0: Yeah, we started off at uh, where did we start off? I can't remember because I don't. Uh, I think it was Elizabeth Street or something up somewhere at the top there. Mm. Then we made our way around Flinders Street and then around King Street as we'll come around the loop the crowd was sort of confused and weren't too sure in the direction they wanted to go in. So we mm-hmm. started splitting up but we tried to make sure we all stuck together. Mm-hmm. And then as we were going, heading North on King street, we heard bullets from behind the rubber bullets. And then that's when the crowd started just, just running, just like running like wild animals. You know, everyone's just running over everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I will just, I'll just walk. Cause I can't be fucked. Anyway, if I get caught, I get caught. Uh, you know i'm not i'm not doing I'm,
1: i felt like hey, my mom. I, you're, I'm you're doing really something lawful uh, protesting is yeah. not illegal and there was a exactly. police there was an authority police figure that even said that protest isn't illegal in on melbourne yeah. television to the mainstream media so you weren't doing yeah. anything illegal and people were i guess they were just running because they were afraid and running for their lives those bullets yeah, that's, if that's, they hit you in a, the wrong place it thing, can then, kill you and, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. So y- you so you were walking as everyone's scattering everywhere.
0: Yeah, it happened so quick. I think that first first police officer attacked me down to the ground and started punching me. And then it's, then I remember a few words. They'll say, "Shut the fuck up! What the fuck are you doing? Whatever." It just happened so quick. Mm. And it was about four to five punches. Then that, obviously that knee yeah. that came in, and then they were starting to then the I don't know, the other suited police officers came in. They then they just came in and said, "Oh, what number is that recording?" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Mm. Uh, and then I sat there calmly and you know just patiently just said, "Oh, you know, I had my I had my my hands behind my back, the zip tied me up really tight." And then you know <laughs> I had no reason to be angry or anything like. Just you know just went with the flow because I know they are humans as well and they're doing their job. They'll well- be doing the same. There's,
1: what do you mean by number of recording? What no, The other police officer came in and said to that police officer, yeah. what number so is that recording? they transferred some sort
0: of like a reference number, like a water number. Like when you go to Macca's, you get number 45 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what number was that fella? Like 45. Or, and then they swapped their numbers right. uh, with each other, exchanged numbers. And um, they didn't have so cuffs.
1: They didn't have cuffs. They had No, nah, they had ties. zip ties.
0: So they zip tied me up quite tight. And I said to the Officer, I said, oh, I've been I've had surgery on, wrist here, on both wrists. And I said, That's quite tight. Do you reckon you can do it? I'm not gonna run. I'm a, I'm not that type of person that's gonna run. Because they emptied out my pocket thinking I was some sort of criminal with any weapons. I'm like, I've got nothing, man, I've got nothing, absolutely nothing. Hmm. Um, and then I was just speaking to the police officer there who was a female, and she said, we um, got to a line of uh, what was it she said to me. Um You get what's your reason for being here? Do you have a permit? I said, No, I left my permit in my car, which I actually did because I didn't, I wasn't aware you had to carry it physically on your body. Mm. Um, I'm like, I can walk you to my car and give you the permit, but they said, No, um, we're just gonna give you a fine. I said, All right, I'll take the fine. That's fine. And then one, one of the young fellas at the back was officers and say, You can have a payment plan and all this and this, yada yada. And I'm like, All right. Um, then I thought to myself, I said, Oh, she's like, What's your reason for being here? I said, I don't want to have my vaccine i just feel like i should have a choice and i explained to them that my parents came here as refugees and they believed etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. and then um then she was just quiet and then she responded with an answer don't you want to go to the the pub and drink beers i'm like yeah i do but i just want to work and come home yeah uh, you know i just want to work and come home i don't care about god like, i don't care if i don't go to the pub honestly yeah. it's better for myself because i save more money i just stay home
1: And you're Um, healthier. Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's not going to kill me if I go or not. Um, I'm not, it doesn't really faze me, to be honest. What was the fine Uh, for?
1: What was the fine for? Like what was written um, on the fine?
0: I've I've got the fine here.
1: Because you've got a permit to be there and you've got a permit to be in the city and you were walking down a street, whether there's people around you or not, and then suddenly you're tackled to the floor and fined. What was the fine?
0: Yep. Ah, uh, the file was the breach of chief health officer. That's it. That's refused the to comply with the directions to requirement made by a person exercise of power and an authoration authorization given under section one ninety nine. That's it.
1: Um, and they didn't say uh, you were just you've the thing, yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. What is going on in Mel- Melbourne is insane. Did you know that guys? Because there was a guy from the video. The video's gone quite, you know, viral. We there was an initial person that posted it, and then we posted it on um, on our Telegram. And I think CBK grabbed that. It, they grabbed the cut that we sort of we we yeah. sort of cut down Edwards one to a square, and that sort of yeah. just went off. And the guy behind you, he had the stop. He, yeah, he had his like uh, a full rifle come down on his back as well. Were you with him, yeah. or you, did you know him, or
0: no? I didn't know him at all. I didn't know this. I think there was enough, there was three of us all together, and we didn't know any. We didn't know anyone. We just looked at each other in the face and just were quiet. Um, you know, we sort of just we complied. We, no one got aggravated in the group with them or said mm. anything to them, but. You know, I was. I think I was just more shocked the fact that they just started punching me and you know, yeah, putting the knees into my back than anything. Um, you know, it was just quite a surprise. Um, and obviously, after the fight, and then I think on the on the Saturday, I went to the hospital um, to just get confirmation that my finger wasn't broken or anything like that. But I felt yeah. like the way they treated me in there was. Um, I just felt like I was a minority. Um, mm. they weren't too keen on assessing the situation and, you know, um, this one, is the hospital the doctor didn't come out and say, yeah, this was the emergency ward and the, um, right. they didn't send the doctor out. They just sent one of their nurses out to have a chat with me and said, Oh, um, do you mind just waiting another hour or two after my x-ray? And I've been waiting there for about four hours or so. And then she's like, Oh, do you, do you want to wait? obviously want to wait for another hour or two and I said, Oh, I got a hit in the lip my back. She's like, We'll give you we'll get your urine sample to check if there's any blood in there. I'm like, Okay. Sure. And then I just sat for another hour and I'm like, I felt I felt like I wasn't welcomed into my own country. Um mm. and I've been to the hospital for multiple reasons because of I always hurt myself. And that's the only time I ever go. Is when i actually need medical attention yeah. otherwise i wouldn't waste my time i wouldn't waste taxpayers money of course because um, yeah. i don't feel it's right and then i'm like Fuck. and then i just in my head i'm thinking oh, the system isn't working anymore it's like it feels it's against me for some odd reason because i told the nurse i was at the protest and it just
1: oh uh, so, in so after so
0: yeah.
1: after you told her they they sort of just s- completely switched
0: yeah, when when I went in first, like, through triage, you go through triage, and I said I was at the protest, and, and I just just felt like I was getting nowhere. And I said, look, I'll I'll sign myself out, whatever, and then I'll go see my own private doctor. But since then, I'm I haven't really attended anyone yet because I'm not too sure if if I want to be stuck in the same situation or not because you know, I don't know if it's uncomfortable feeling like feeling like a minority. You know? mm quite difficult
1: actually <laughs> and coming especially coming from a vietnamese background you've you've had a lot yeah of, you
0: know, the, yeah i was born the, here i'm proud of my country and then to feel like that i'm like fuck mm. uh, don't feel in place anymore
1: <laughs> yeah I, I feel there's a lot of uh migrants that's migrated here like me myself i'm brazilian there's the aussie cossack yep. who's a russian guy there's um there's a lot of people that has come from all walks of life that's over here yeah. right now being quite patriotic uh, to the country because truly yeah. that's, I see that as a beautiful thing that's happening where like exactly. it's, it's everyone's just thrown out, you know, whatever bullshit and they're more yep. aligned with Australia and defending this country and what is going on right now. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like we're first generation and I believe that, I've seen what's happened over there. I've learned everything my parents taught me about there. And then I I believe that this is my country and I have to represent it, um, defend it. And even when I was younger, once I joined the army and everything as well, as a young fellow trying uh, to try find my place. And I'm like, all oh, right, I'll just keep working and fall into the system and do this and that. And then one day just, I lost that. I started losing that belief and I said, fuck this. And, and to confirm everything was that first protest that just made me decide that all right i know where i'm at and know which side i have to be on now
1: mm.
0: um it's quite it's very 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 sad yeah you know
1: um 100%. it's not like i grew up
0: in turak or something like that i grew up somewhere down here and i'm not some neo-nazi or some guy that they just you know
1: the media portrays
0: me. yeah the new portrays us as uneducated people and drinking bbs you know what i mean we're, we're we are educated people we're not
1: <laughs> yeah no 100 yeah, you know what yeah. Mean? it's essentially the backbone of australia it's it's there's there's a difference between like smart intelligence and wise and a lot of these intelligent people aren't aren't intelligent at all like i've i've spoken yeah. to doctors that completely contradict like the health the guy that invented the thing i've spoken to him he yeah. <laughs> he's like he's the inventor of the thing you know what i mean the technology yeah. itself and he's Like what they're doing, trying to give it to kids, Moderna having a double, double the dose of Pfizer. And that's a double adult dose that they're putting in 12 year old kids right now. And there's Um, people dying all over the world and that's just not being brought forward. And, these people, it's it's the analogy, I like a firefighter analogy. They're, they're essentially, their analogy is that, you know, this is these a medical expert and you can't question any of it and you can't do your own yeah, in- research right. because it's some medical, you know, medical thing well, yeah, that's right. up here. But there's also like, what, a firefighter, you got a fire at your house, you can't use a hose. You got to wait for a firefighter yeah. to come and put it out. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, people so have... Whole procedure. Yeah, I think that's and people have and like that's what they know their body, you know what I mean? They exactly
0: and I, that's where I find that where people like a lot of us, like the third, um, third world countries, can see that because we our bodies have grown. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know if it's good or bad to say, but we've grown naturally and we've grown to to respond to the natural things by instinct. Yes, um, we've treated our bodies so far, and then when we see these things and learn about these things, we just React that way, um, hmm. you know. Would I don't know. I can. It's like you. It's it's like it's happened in the past, and you can sort of read what's happened, the situation right now, and um, people. A lot of people are oblivious to it.
1: Yeah, history. That's yeah. that's what's that's the and history always
0: repeats itself. You know, yeah. that's something that.
1: <laughs> and that's we need to. We do need to. As a as a society, we we do need to step back. I think the Gladys just got done today for corruption, so she's resigned now. And then we have Brad Hazard, who's our... um, He's essentially the chief medical officer of New South Wales. It's Gary Chamba. Pretty much that guy is running everything, but at the end of the day. And he's got a corruption case that he's got the last day coming up on Tuesday. So it'll be... it's. If people don't see the corruption that's going on from all of these politicians getting done for corruption, it's it's a mad state that we're in. And you talked earlier yeah. regarding um, the separation of friends and family throughout all this yeah, exactly. and just the arguments that's in there. Some Some may not have seen it. Others, I got friends like uh, that have been taken out of wheels. I got friends yeah. that aren't allowed to go see their mum because their mum's like, "Oh, you need to get vaccinated because we're scared of this and that." That's the saddest yeah. thing that's happened in all of this. Of course,
0: absolutely. That's 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 absolutely right. And I, I told mum the other day, I said, "Mum, come over. I am your daughter. I am your son." At the end of the day, yeah. Who's gonna stop yeah. mum and mum and son seeing each other? Because you're 65 years old and you've had the vaccine and if you do catch a virus, it'll be the last time I see her. you. You mm. know, it's always, it's always crossed my mind and I can't just go, oh yeah, leave mum at home by herself and um, wait for an ambulance to call me or a paramedic or the police rock on my door and say mum's passed away. Mm. Um, I'm not going to let that happen
1: because
0: at the end of the day, she's the one that created me. Yeah, and She's the one that give, has given me this life and um, and I respect, it. respect her and admire her. Um, she's made who I am today so I can't, you know,
1: just sort of, a hundred percent.
0: Let the law stop me. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. A, a thousand percent. And that's that's your God given right. It's in. It's insane yeah. what's going on, and the arguments between people, the arguments between family, people not going, like you said, not going to see their family. It's a it's a weird time that we're living in right now. Yeah. Where do you it see the, like everything's been? Hey, where do you see the future of Melbourne? cuz Melbourne did <laughs> Melbourne's part of a um as I understand that city is part of a 100 city worldwide um, test resilience. at the yes. resilience yes. yeah so yeah. where um, why Melbourne <laughs> and uh, where do you see the city going I
0: I I have faith and I'm trying to be optimistic that the, the people in Melbourne will Will wake up from this and see the big picture. Mm. Um, you know, but I'm just trying to be optimistic in this situation. Whereas uh, don't get me wrong, I'll I'll see I'll see random people, I speak to anyone, um, whether you're black, white, yellow, no hair, whatever, whatever whatever it is, yeah. I speak to anyone because I see everyone the same. I treat everyone the same. And I, I hope to be treated the same way as well, whether I'm mm. vaccinated or not. Um I give this I give everyone respect because in life, it's not about what you have, what car you have, or what, you know, what underwear you wear, cleveland Klein or whatever, or Gucci, whatever. It's respecting each other, yeah. and um, I just hope that we do wake up in Melbourne, and yeah, a lot of people <laughs> I don't know how to tell you. I have faith in the people, a small mm. amount, but enough to. I'm not going to let I'm not going to let myself crash because you know I want to win, and I'll, I'll never I, ne- I never want to lose. Mm-hmm. So, I hope I hope we can wake up together and fight together, whether that's Melbourne, Sydney, Queen, uh, Brisbane, just the entire Australia. Just fight as one, fight for the country, get the country back and live our simple life, I hope.
1: Did you vote for Dan Andrews? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. When I was younger, I wasn't really into politics at the time as much as a young, young boy. I just wanted to work and go to nightclubs and meet girls you know like every other book
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no, and I get
0: you. I get old, yeah and as you get older you start sitting down and you want to get your house you've got your house i've got my house here and then once you get your house you're like all right now what mm. you know what do i look forward to now so i've got my house i pay a mortgage i've got all this shit, but it still doesn't feel like it complements me so i'm like mm. all right oh this if i lose all this tomorrow it doesn't really bother me i'll just start again, whatever I have to do. You know, I don't mind what job I do. I, I still, I'll go to any job. I'll do whatever I have to do, whether it's cleaning a toilet or
1: whatever, you know. Would you vote for him again? Absolutely not.
0: No, not at all. I'll be uh, <laughs> voting for uh, Craig Kelly, actually. My C- views C-
1: Craig Kelly, Craig Kelly's, Um, it's the, he's backed by Clive Palmer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he, he moved right. out of yeah, the Liberal right. Party and he's he's gone and, Um, done his own party and I think it's the fastest growing party right now in Australia. United
0: party, yeah. It's good because he speaks, he's he's honest, he's truthful and he says it the way it is. Like I'd say, I'd say the way it is, Um, you know, whatever I say, I'll say and he says it the same thing and that's why I can relate to him. Um, Mm. I couldn't believe at a young age, I'm like, oh, that's a working class man. At the young age, I'm like, that's all I am. I was just a working class man and trying to earn a dime and trying to get my dream and get my house and then all of a sudden, Dan Andrews is changing to this person that's he's um, just a, such a dictator, isn't he? He doesn't he doesn't give you the options, he'll just tell you. In Vietnam, there's an old saying, communism in Vietnam, they'll do it in front of you. This guy is not afraid, he'll just do it in front of you anyway. Whereas politics over here, they normally do it behind closed doors. But Dan Andrews is not scared, he just he just says and does it in front of you. Just like I witnessed at the protest. <laughs> You know, it's it's, it's sad to see in your, your own homeland.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I also, mm-hmm. I, I believe in more than two-party politics. I think two-party politics has sort of been, um, you know, it's been a funnel to get us to where we are right now. And we mm-hmm. do need um, other parties, um, whether it's the United Party or other parties coming up and getting a lot, more votes um, from the people yeah, to right. see what yep. what can what can change, and to see people that are honest in in these governmental positions. And I, I'd also love to see um, what the lobby situation is in Australia as well. Like who yeah. who who are the people funding um, all of these politicians as well? Because as yeah. I don't know whether, I I need to look more into Clive Palmer and that myself. I know he's a billionaire and he's been, you know, he's been, he was, that party existed before Craig Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. Yep. And then Craig Kelly's coming from the Liberal Party to lead it. Yeah, to support him. But I know Clive Palmer said that there's lobbyists, when he was asked about Gladys, he was saying um, she's corrupt and there's lobbyists behind her to telling her to get to a particular vaccine target and that's coming yeah. that's coming from him and like, uh, yeah. during a straight press conference which i found very very interesting i don't know the guy um, that much but what yeah. the revelations that have come out now of her actually being corrupt and what he said said being true then yeah. i wouldn't say that the lobbyist then why would he lie Halfway through, you know what I mean. He's yeah, exactly. made the remark, and the remarks are there. So, I'd love to know who those people are. And would you? Are you going to stay in Melbourne if there? If this October fifteenth situation um, is uh. mandatory, because as I understand our constitution, you can't you can't make it mandatory. However, you can make it mandatory via employment. So Dan Andrews yep. could be. Lying through his teeth as well.
0: Yeah, but I think it all... I think he's only pushing this because it still falls under state emergency, which I think, I believe, that still... Uh, I think it expires in December sometime. Um, so if I could hold off to December, but who knows? Um, but I guess at the end of the day, I think everyone, everyone in Melbourne... Well, not everyone, but those that will stand up for themselves in Melbourne will, will eventually have their time in court.
1: And You're not and paying that fine, be. are you?
0: Uh, absolutely not, not at all. I already got the beating for it, so I think it's quite <laughs> fair that you have <laughs> to pay for it. You know, I'll, I'll take the old, uh, the old, the old, the uh, old gentleman's agreement. I got knocked by two, two officers and got cut by a female officer. My hands, I'm like eighteen hundred. That's that's more than enough for the bills. Um But yeah, nah, not at all. I'll have to contest that to the court, and um, hopefully it goes my way. And um. I believe in the law, and you know, I believe in the system, and I hope it doesn't fail me yet again.
1: <laughs> so, when when you were down on the floor, and I understand that you, you, that officer that was on top of you, did he say something to you beforehand, or did he just yeah. come over and tackle he, no, you? No, he, he was
0: saying something, but it just, I don't, because it happened so quickly. I just remember he's like, put your hands up, put your hands up, and saying something some abusive words and guys like what the fuck are you doing here? or some shit like that so i was just putting my hands up just the old self-defense just de- protecting my head because that's mm. the main area that i want to protect yeah and they were just jabbing in a few times and i remember that another jab went in and then a kick and then by the time mm. i knew it i'm like all right he's like hands up hands up i'm like yeah i'm going up just relax relax you know i'm just i'm getting it up and that's why i asked you if you had the entire footage because that would explain uh, my situation i was in at the time um,
1: I have reached out to him and I'm trying yeah. to get, see if he does have any more footage uh, to that. Yeah. It looked like he was running away with everyone. So I'm not yeah. too sure if you stayed there filming, but I did ask if I can get that. Uh, I'll de- definitely yeah. send it through to you. Um, yeah. And just the last thing you, you, when they, you, you kept saying a few times that they cut your hand. What, yeah, what I had
0: a little, just a little cut. You, know, you can't really see it here. It's quite healed up. Um When they zip tied me there and I was telling the officer, um I've had wrist surgery before and the zip tie was so tight, I, it's like, I couldn't believe how tight it was. I couldn't, it was just felt like my wrists were cramped in that position. So they did, it, that they,
1: they did it like that. They didn't do it like that.
0: Yeah. Nah, they just tied up yeah, like that sort of thing. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Just
0: like tight and it was uncomfortable. I said, and I told the officer, "I said, look, look at me. I'm not, I'm not a criminal. I'm not going to attack and run. Mm. You know, can you please uncut me?" And she was trying to get the knife to cut me. And I think that it took about two or three of them to untie me. and then by the time they did me, um, I saw a bit of blood on their hands, and I, I just joked around. I said, "Oh, that's an insulin report. And um, one of the one of the supervisors there said, "Oh, that's a you know." You're a tough, you're a trainee. That's just this little cut for you. I'm like, yeah, no worries, all right. And you know, just little smarter things. But I didn't want to react to it because for me to react to them, then it wouldn't help the situation. So I sort of just tried to keep my cool. And
1: mate, they, they, they are cut or not? They pierced your skin with a knife. That's yeah that's, exactly. That's essentially a stabbing no matter where it is. Like at the end <laughs> of the day it is what it is. It's a stabbing yeah. and that's what it's called. It, oh mate you're a traitor you should be like that's ridiculous of him to even say that. I felt, I felt like that. they
0: were incompetent un- 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 to just cut the zip tie because it took 3 of them to do it because it was so tight they couldn't get, actually get their knife below it. That's why they had they cut my hand. Cuz uh. the zip tie was so tight they couldn't actually get the knife under it to undo it. And for them to say that, I didn't want to react and make the situation more difficult and, and if myself I got angry, I just <laughs> you know, I didn't want to get upset with them at all. Because I know they're doing their job and we're all in the same boat. So there's no need for it, I guess. But try and be positive, I guess. <laughs> That's the way at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I understand it's we're not, it,
0: we're not gonna win we're not gonna win with violence, we're gonna win with peace and understanding and um that's it you know there's no need to kill each other over it but i don't think that's going to solve anything i'm more of a peace type of person and you know respecting each other and i think that's the way we're going to get hopefully we get there at some point
1: Uh we will we will we will get there we've um history always repeats itself and we have always come out on top as humans in in yes in that's the world. What I, so
0: we well, are we're, we're, all the evil in the world and yeah, it's, it's amazing.
1: Are you religious at all?
0: Not at all. I'm atheist. My mother is Buddhist and my father is Catholic. And being Australian born, I've never believed in any religion. However, I respect every religion. And I try to study a little bit of Buddhism and, and Catholic. Um, and I try to understand. And I sort of live my own way. From what my mum and father do
1: mm.
0: and and of that understanding and i think you know religion is good I'm not saying it's bad i respect them all but you know i chose to be atheist and um
1: what about in these times I hope- like i know you've chosen to be to be atheist but as yeah. as these times are revealing itself do you find yourself you know, not not I feel like going, I, I feel like I
0: need to have one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need, I need one, I feel like I need one, I feel like I need one, but um, no, I, I have faith, like, yeah. you know, all my ancestors in Vietnam, like, I had two aunties that passed away during COVID, and I wasn't able to go back to the country to visit them. Mm. And um, you know, we don't have really much family here besides my sisters and my mother, my father, so um to have two aunties pass away last year and not able to go back and see them it really kills me as it is um and so, to see all this shit happen it's just like fuck
1: and they how, much, pa- how much more do you have to yeah how much can, do you have to go and you should be able to yeah, how much you know, how much it,
0: how much more do you have to go through to you know just,
1: just have it, some, know? just have some freedoms and just work and go yeah
0: exactly yeah, um, it's
1: it's mad. And sorry, sorry to hear about your aunties. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And what? So they died essentially from COVID. Is that what the hospital? The hospital? No, nah, they said passed
0: that? away from old. They passed away from just age, I guess. Age, like, uh, yeah. One had uh, had, and one had a stroke. And I think the other one, I'm not too sure of. I yeah. think she, she was sick in hospital for a year anyway. Um, mm. At the time, I, like I got a lot of phone calls in Vietnam, and I just didn't want to pick up the phone call at all. Yeah. Because in Vietnam, they thought that. In Vietnam, they thought Australia, oh, yeah, they can come over any time they want. They're superior. Um, mm. But no, unfortunately, Australia wasn't letting us out to begin with, so there's no chance of me going back yeah. unless I had applied for special conditions to leave the country, which I don't think I would fall under. Um, Well, I believed anyway at the time. Yeah. Um So, yes. yeah, shit happens, I guess, and I guess you got to be tough. And, and I feel sorry for all the kids at this period where – they're all locked in the house as a kid when i grew up we were always running around in town and you know playing around the streets and all the kids now are just locked in the house on their tv on their phone and probably getting bullied online and or whatever it may be and i'm you know it's a common thing and i feel sorry for the kids that are just locked inside and that i don't think it's any good for their mental well-being yeah you it's, know it's, it's... not lock, lock our kids two years in their house and not going to school not having i think having that social aspect and feeling and touching people and you know talking to people i think that that, that's part of growing up and it's natural it's part of being a human yeah and without that um you become i guess a zombie or become robotic in some form of sense you know what i mean
1: a thousand
0: Um, percent yeah it's
1: I, I, (laughs) i couldn't agree with you more like we're we're becoming more and more detached and you know we got we already had a massive suicide rate per capita and now we got yeah. so much. I think they've, I think in New South Wales anyway, they, they made the record for the amount of calls that are being made um, to Definitely. suicide prevention lines and just some tradies suicided that just that week. Exactly.
0: Yeah. We had that I think the, that day some bloke jumped off one of the building sites. And yeah. Killed himself. That's why the, and I'm surprised these numbers aren't so critical to mainstream media should be posting all these numbers, suicide, uh, mental health for everyone, but they just don't put it on. They're, to them, it's, their narrative is um, people ill from coronavirus that are infected. Um, why do you bring out the numbers of people that are struggling, can't afford to pay their mortgages, bring them up, and um, they'll probably tell you another story. But mm. apparently it's not, it's not important. I think everyone's important. I, and agree. I
1: think, you know, couldn't agree more. So it's quite, I, couldn't, you
0: know, I couldn't. A lot agree of people more. right now are in this situation when they can't go to work and they can't pay their mortgages. We never hear any stories about them. Um, it needs to be raised,
1: and hopefully, we need people to, you know, keep pushing against. Um, tyranny at the end of the day uh, this country should always right. be free we should have uh, the rights to be vaccinated and the rights to not be vaccinated like yeah, the, the amazing the amazing yeah. thing is that one f- one side is a politician side and they're saying that there is no other way but There's nothing ever in history that there is no other way to do. And then the other side is a compassionate side that's, fighting for what this country, you know, has always had, which yeah, is yeah, freedom right, right. and the freedom to go to the beach, the freedom to do your work, the freedom to go to the pub without showing identification like it's World War Two. Exactly. Like, that's all one exactly. side is fighting for, and it's, and it's definitely the good side, and it is the majority side, no matter what um, these mainstream medias try to say. Um, honesty it's and fair. integrity uh, will always reign supreme over lies always. Yeah. Ja, no, so ja, yeah. my brother. Yeah.
0: It is it, it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, go on.
0: I was gonna say just one one more thing. It is yeah. quite a new it is a new country. And if you look at Europe, parts of Europe and all the other countries, especially Europe, they've been through a lot of all this stuff before. They've been yeah. through all this corruption. They can sort of foresee it. And we're sort of a new country. So
1: yeah,
0: hopefully people will wake waken up from this and yeah, we'll move forward. <laughs> Have a normal life again, or freedom,
1: we call it. <laughs> yeah, Sweden just today is actually... No, yesterday, sorry. They've canned everything, not even green passport. Denmark did it. Uh, I think Romania's done it, Good and on. a couple of other countries has done it as well. So they've classified COVID as a not a threat anymore. Um, it's a low-risk yep. virus, and there is no green passport. So for the people of Australia that think that... This can't happen. It has already happened and it's continuing to happen across the world. So for the people of Melbourne, hang in there. Uh, Don't fold, especially to Dan Andrews, that Dumbo-looking bloke. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to get out of this together regardless. (laughs) 100%. All of us where can uh do you have socials i haven't even asked you that do you have socials um, you know where people can find not at you? all
0: unfortunately no. I don't, like I had, no no social media i just try to keep myself very simple like well, i had to download zoom just to have this conversation with you <laughs> um <laughs> i was trying to keep everything old school you know I just try to keep everything away from me so i'm not um yeah just try to be myself and not try to let social media overcome me and
1: you know no, nah, I respect be a good that. Good person, I guess. You know, Yeah, I respect that. I, I had it when I was
0: eighteen, and I and I, when I first when I looked at Facebook, I'm like, fuck, why is why do, why do why do I care about what he took on Facebook and what, You know, <laughs> so it's like a, a competition for what. I'm like, fuck that. I don't need to say that shit. You know,
1: it uh,
0: just, Yeah, it, was, it
1: wasn't interesting. <laughs> I love it. So I that's love the it. Truth. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh. All right, my brother, I will let you go. Um, we will see. There must be um. Yeah, I'll, I'll message you and see what yeah, we can do. Yeah, message me.
0: Let me know who we can have a chat to it and yeah, um, definitely moving forward and whatnot. So, a nice
1: talking yeah. to you. Pleasure, it was
0: really nice. pleasure. <laughs> it
1: quite an hour. <laughs> yeah, we're
0: really, really good. <laughs> nice talk. I hopefully, we can hopefully we can send the message and the example out and um, parts of Melbourne or whatever number we get along can wake up and see the the bigger picture.
1: There is a movement across the country and across the world right now, and it's it's a movement of light, which is the best yeah. possible uh, movement there is. There, where we're breaking this whole race bait bullshit, and um, is people yeah. just being honest with each other and loving that's each good. other for who they are, and that's the best thing about it all.
0: And that, and, that, and it's like when I go to the protest, I just feel like it doesn't matter what skin color, what job you do, it just feels. Feels natural. Everyone's there for the same reason, and you're just happy. I, for some reason, I actually feel more happy at the protest than when I'm at work or, you know, yeah, where I'm here.
1: It's beautiful when you're surrounded by like-minded people. A thousand percent.
0: That's exactly right. And there's a lot. There's a lot more out there. I'm sure there is.
1: <laughs> Definitely, you're not alone, my brother. Well, That's thank good. you so much, Aya. Uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. All right, and uh, yeah, we'll no. message more. All right. All
0: the best, mates. Speak soon. Cheers, brother. Thanks for the interview. Ciao. Bye-bye.